This is The Bookshelf from NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. Alexandria Perry is New Hampshire's new poet laureate, and she's ramping up her work as the state's official advocate for poetry and the literary arts more broadly. As part of her work as poet laureate, she's been reading work sent to her by New Hampshire poets. We spoke about this effort and about her new collection of poetry, The Water Draft. Alexandria Perry, thank you very much for speaking with me. Well, thank you for having me. As poet laureate, one of your initiatives has been to read work that's been sent to you. So tell us what you're asking people to do. Oh, I have to say, this is this has been an absolute pleasure. It's called I'll Be Your Reader, and it, the information's available on my blog. And every Thursday, the first person, the first poem I find in my email box, I promise I'll read, and I do read with pleasure. And later in the day, sometimes quite late in the day, based on my schedule, I then email the the person back and just say, thank you for letting me read your poem. I've read it with pleasure. And the philosophy behind it is, it is that um, a lot of writers are a little lonely and isolated or sometimes delay obtaining a reader because of maybe a little anxiety about showing their work and whatnot. And this circumstance, I think, works because they know they've been read by somebody who loves poetry, a person who also loves poetry, but the person is not going to evaluate or judge in any way. In these emails, I don't say anything that's evaluative, positive or negative. I just simply have read with pleasure, and they know that they've had the attention of somebody reading their poem. And I have... um, I'm going to say a little secret here. I get a lot of these poems, and I actually don't just read one. Sometimes I've been reading a few people on Thursdays and writing back to them, and they are truly great. It's been a real pleasure. So you're saying you don't provide feedback, um, but but would you if people asked for it? If people are saying, give me your critical response here. How can I make this better? Not in this circumstance. In other circumstances, sure, in other contexts, because I am trying to create a space that's non-evaluative. So not good, not bad, nothing. No no commentary. Just simply knowing that you have had somebody's ears and, and their mind and that they enjoyed your work without without any judgment. I think it's really important from a like a writer's block or fluency or even a mindfulness approach. Just just simply let us have writing happen without good, bad evaluation. That's something that you've been focused on more generally, even before your time as Poet Laureate. Absolutely. Mindfulness. Yes. Why is that important? Uh, to me personally or people you think in to general? To you personally, uh, as far as your, when it comes to your writing life, is what is the relationship between mindfulness and writing in your view? Oh, in my own writing life, I think mindfulness is everything to my writing life. I had a horrible writer's block for uh, many years after graduate school. And it really only ended because of mindfulness. And I don't have one now, and writing is a consistent joy in my life. Let's talk a little bit about your most recent collection, The, the Water Draft. Sure. Um, in many of these poems, uh, you seem to reflect at least a little bit on poems themselves, the space within a poem, what mm-hmm. emotions it can contain, the, the emotional space it can create. What are you driving at when it comes to those poems in particular? Actually... It connects to mindfulness because uh, the referencing of language or poetry in a poem, I think, connects to being aware of the act of reading and the act of creating. A lot of my poems in the book that we're we're talking about, for instance, the poem The Writer's Desk and a couple others in there, are actually about the physical environment, the circumstances of writing. We tend to overlook the present moment of writing uh, in, in thinking about a future audience or readers or whatnot or content. And meta-language or referencing language 
inside a poem draws attention. It's almost like Bertolt Brecht had actors wear gunky makeup on their cheeks to, to highlight the fact that you're looking at actors on the stage. I want people to be aware that they're reading, and not in a self-conscious way, but rather it increases the present moment. You've given us a list of your top five reading recommendations. On this list were the selected poems of Charles Simic. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you called them an addictive read. Why? Why are they addictive? Oh, there are some writers, as a writer, you have to be really careful of because, you know, your, your syntax, your way of writing all of a sudden will seem like that writer. And he is one of those writers for me, for sure. He is so distinctive in what, he, what he's doing artistically that, um, and his poems, the way in which he handles imagery and also some, most, a lot of the, uh, the European references also interest me too. I just want, it's like candy. You want to unwrap it, want to eat it and you keep going. And they're fairly short poems generally too. So there's just something really appealing about his work on a, almost a, a visceral level for me. Well, before we let you go, I want to ask you what we might be able to expect from you as Poet Laureate. You're still relatively new in the job. Mm-hmm. What's to come? Well, um, right now I am hoping that I have two initiatives I'm really hoping will come to fruition. I'm looking for funding for and, and, and partners with. One is a youth writers conference for Coas County students. I want to have a conference that is physically located up north and that younger students in the state from the south can also join us, but that it's actually centered, central location, Coas County. So that's one thing I'm working on. Why Coas County? Oh, gosh. Um, why? First off, when I looked at this, the map of, of New Hampshire, once I became laureate, I went out and got a big map, and it's nailed to my study wall behind my desk. So it's right behind me, right? When I look at it, and I look at the state of Maine right next to it, I grew up in Maine, and I realized that if you drew a line pretty much from that area east, you would hit where I grew up in Maine. And I, I did not. I was lucky to have the opportunities. I didn't have many opportunities for writing. Whatever was given to me, it was a real blessing. I didn't realize it at the time. And I really want to help younger people who are, I want to give back. I want to help younger people who maybe are not getting the same opportunities as other populations in the state, right? So that's one big initiative. And the second big initiative is I really want to work on um, writing to help survivors of the opioid epidemic, whether they're children or first responders, uh, police, EMT, you know, EMS, people who uh, respond to the opioid crisis to help use writing, mindful writing and poetry to process trauma. Well, thank you very much for speaking with me. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Alexandria Perry is New Hampshire's newest poet laureate. Her most recent collection is called The Water Draft, and you can find her top five reading recommendations at nhpr.org. And we're always looking for reading recommendations from folks like you, so please let us know what you've been reading lately. Send us an email. The address is books at nhpr.org. Don't forget to tell us your name, the town you're from, the name of the book, and why you like the book so much. Again, send an email to books at nhpr.org or tweet us at nhprbookshelf. This is The Bookshelf from NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. Thank you very much for listening. 